Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Stepping Forward Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. Yay. We're here to talk with you about all things step parenting. And I'm really excited because this is the first time we've been together to record in a while. It has been a while. And yeah. I don't think anyone has ever been so excited about my name before. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> You're Rachel. <Very> <laughs> Oh, shoot. I know. It's fun. Last time we recorded together, we were on Zoom, and that was not together. And I so know. We're in person. It's been a long time. It has been. You're a real human. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> I hope you guys got that was from Pinocchio. <laughs> Okay, so today we're going to talk about a pretty controversial topic in step parent groups and a pretty divisive one, which is body modification. Mm -hmm. And we're excited for this one because this happens a freaking lot in uh, co-parenting and it's things something that people have a hard time with. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think it's I, you know, we've talked about this before. I think it's um, when there's a lack of communication about those things, mm -hmm. then it feels really disrespectful. Yes. Like you're just cutting the other parent out and not taking into consideration their thoughts. For sure. So I don't know. Even for me, things that we probably would have agreed to if we weren't informed about it is like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. There are. From what I see, like the core issue is, like you said, a lack of communication and then different um, priorities for the kid or different like mm -hmm. levels of concern about haircuts or piercings or anything like that. Right. So that can be a tough one. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this has been an issue for us with... Um, haircuts uh -huh. for sure. Um, so last year we ran into an issue where, um, and I'm going to include part of this, but, um, my older stepdaughter had been asking for a certain haircut with like the side of her head shaved mm -hmm. for quite a while. And we were, we were not really wanting that for a few reasons. She is in plays. Um, she, it's kind of extreme. Yeah. Our, our stepkids are still quite young. You yeah. know, she's only 12. Well, she's 13 now, but she was 12 at the time. And she was only 11 the first time she asked for that haircut. And mm -hmm. we were like, eh. So for us, like, we're more conservative in appearance. Yeah. Maybe not so much in other ways, but, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> Rachel says as she looks at me with my nose pierced. <laughs> Which I've always wanted one, but I have this funky <laughs> mole on the side of my nose, ah. and I've always thought it would look weird with the mole. So, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I just think when kids are that young, I don't know. I like for people to wait till they're a little older to do things like that that are more extreme, just because a lot of times they can be more permanent, mm -hmm. and I don't want them to regret it. Yeah. But and then it's like hair does grow back. I yeah, know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> And like that being said, she does have a really short haircut now, right? True. So it's like, okay, but she's not really doing plays as much anymore. Okay. She's into more other stuff and she's shown a lot more maturity. That's nice. So yeah. we're like, okay, you know? Yeah. Um, but the issue we had was she was went with her mom to get a haircut and um, we didn't know that our younger stepdaughter was even getting a haircut. Mm -hmm. And then she showed up with the haircut that our older stepdaughter wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, 
multiple issues there. Like, A, we weren't warned. B, the side of her head was completely shaved. Um, You know, C, that was something that she had heard us tell her sister no on repeatedly. And then Uh she was like, yeah, I'm going to get my hair cut like that. And and then, you know, like also Biomom did not warn us at all or consult with my husband at all. (laughs) So I don't know. That was like, I was really upset. Uh I know my husband was too, but he's a lot better at like letting go of stuff like that. Yeah, I'm kind of like, what can we do in this moment yeah. about it? <laughs> and he's like, well, we can't do anything. Her hair is not going to get glued back on, right? <laughs> and I'm over there like, oh, mom did this on purpose, right. like to instigate, yeah. right? <laughs> like, Which is something I see a lot in step-parent groups where they interpret it to mean like, did they did it on purpose. They did it to make me mad kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And in some cases, you might be right. Maybe they did do it on purpose. Right. <laughs> Maybe they did want to piss you off. Right. Yeah. But then it comes back to that mindset thing that you're so good at reminding me of is like, whether they did it on purpose or not, I can't control that. Yeah. What I can control is my reaction to that. Yeah. But I was very upset. Which I think is understandable. And I kind of a little backstory just for our listeners. We recorded this episode one other time, but it got deleted somehow, (laughs) which is fine. And we were like, well, that must not have been what we were supposed to say about it. So we're going to try again. (laughs) But, and I can't remember if I told you this before, but my girl's mom went to hair school for a little bit. I don't know how long. So she's always cut their hair and we've never had any say in it. And so to me, I'm just like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't care if you decide to get your hair shaved, you know, because I've never like been a part of that decision-making process. But I know for you guys, you have a different and really unusual agreement from what I've heard of. There's not like a primary decision-maker legally in your situation, right? It just depends on the topic. Okay. So my husband has final say for religion. Okay. Um, Biomom has final say for major medical. Okay. And everything else is completely 50-50. Uh-huh. And if they can't come to a conclusion, then they go to co-parenting coordination. Okay. And also, if if either party makes any unilateral decision, they are able to take it in for judicial review. Okay. So that would be more of like a major decision, though, not like, hey, they shave their head. The judge is right. going to be like, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> the judge isn't going to give a crap. Well, we right. actually have a commissioner instead of a judge. Yeah, that's right. Which is like a step down from a judge, uh-huh. but um yeah, that's yeah. what if we took that to court, she'd be like, "Seriously, you guys, like grow up." Yeah. You know. For sure. So, and, and that's not something we ever would take to court no, anyway. It's just really irritating. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. But I think it goes back to the issues about communication Mm -hmm. and then also expectations, which is something I've been struggling a lot lately with my oldest Mm -hmm. (laughs) for different reasons. But expectations um, that people are going to be who they are and sometimes they're going to do crappy things like shave your kid's head without talking to you about it or shave their kid's head and say like, I'm the mom. I can make that decision right? um, when it's really, I don't know. It would be respectful to talk about it first, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I've seen a couple examples lately in step parenting groups on Facebook where um, the stepmom or soon to be stepmom is like, my, the bio mom shaved this kid's head a week before my wedding. Oh. And they had really long hair or they had, you know, really beautiful hair. I really liked it oh. or they did it on purpose kind of thing. Yeah, I right. know which would be heartbreaking. And I think. The one thing I like about your situation that I feel like is a good um, 
general rule to have, but not an expectation, is for the adults to act like adults yeah. and to take things like that into consideration, to be respectful, yeah. and yeah, to talk about it before, because that's not asking too much. Right. And the thing that is hard about that is that not everybody in our situation always does act like an adult. So True. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like I said, my oldest stepdaughter has a really short haircut right now and also so does our middle our middle kiddo. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, bio mom didn't directly talk to my husband about that, but the kids did text and say, like, we're going to get a trim. Do you care if we get short haircuts? Uh-huh. Right. Which is nice of them to ask. Yeah. And then they sent pictures of what they were wanting and we were like, yeah, sure. Like, if that's really what you want, go for it. Like, just remember right. if you're going to do plays or if you're going to do that, you know, you need to, to be aware that it might limit certain things. Yeah. And that's, that's it. You like know? think through the consequences kind of thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a kid with ADHD has a hard time with that. Right. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I think, um, I can't remember if we talked about this before when we recorded my now 18 year old dyed her hair blue when in the mm. spring, I think it was right around when she graduated, right after she graduated. I don't, I don't know if we talked about specifically that, about yeah. the color. We yeah. talked more about the consequences for the bathtub. Yes, we did. (laughs) So I look at that because there's a kid in my school right now in my middle school. And this is related, I promise. He has half of his hair is like white and it used to be kind of pink, like Mm -hmm. divided down the middle of his head Mm -hmm. and half of his hair is blue. And I just look look at him and think, you're going to not like your middle school pictures when you grow up. Yeah. (laughs) Not to be judgy, but just, you know how we all like look back and we're like, man, what were we thinking? Right. And and then to be fair, like who does like their middle school pictures when they grow up? That's true. (laughs) I mean, I had some pretty rad 80s hair, but... But just thinking about it in terms of that, because you guys were thinking through the consequences yeah. and thinking through what could happen and trying to um, prepare them a little bit for that and teach them how to think through it too, which is more than body modification, which is more than what we talked about. It's like life right. skills type stuff. Yeah. And I think that is that ends up being a problem in a lot of the situations we deal with is like we're looking ahead to the consequences and not everyone else. Is. It's true. <laughs> And then we get accused of being controlling for pointing out possible consequences. And we're like, we're not saying yes or no. We're saying like, think about it. Think this through. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I think that's an interesting thing. And you think about like haircut, hair grows back, Mm -hmm. Um, hair dye grows out. But something more permanent is where a lot of people have issues like piercings or tattoos, stuff like that. I'm lucky I haven't had to worry about that one because my 18-year-old is... um, I can call her Kylie. I interviewed her. Kylie is terrified of needles, like absolutely (laughs) horrified of them and would never get a tattoo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I think a lot of people struggle when their kids come home with piercings or Mm -hmm. tattoos or things that they just are like, I'm not okay with that. And that definitely should have been discussed first. Right. I also don't love the whole hair dye thing just because it gets expensive. True. I'm like, I don't want to pay to maintain that. Yeah. Are you going to save up all your money for that? Because I'm like... (laughs) I don't want to be in this, mom, my roots have grown out two inches and I have school pictures tomorrow and I need you to buy me some dye situation. Right. right. And then, I don't know, just thinking through it with an adult, like it can damage your hair if you don't have it done professionally, which can cost even more money. And it's hard. Yeah. Even if you do have it done professionally, if you're doing it a lot, it damages your hair. It does. Which is 
<clears throat> something that their mom has had a hard time with. Oh. Um, and so I'm like, you guys, like your hair is a lot like your mom's. You might want to be careful with that. Like right. it's really fine. It's easily damaged. Mm-hmm. So it probably picks up color really easily. Yeah. It damages really easily. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I was just thinking when you were talking about roots growing out, I'm 43 now mm-hmm. and um, I'm like, I don't want to dye my hair. I'm just going to let it go gray because I don't yeah. want to maintain it. Same. It's too expensive and it's too time consuming mm-hmm. and no interest in that. Yeah. I'm getting, I have like this lovely patch of silver hairs on the right side so of my head, which is like, you know, I part my hair on the left. So it's kind of been covered up for a long time, but it's getting bigger. Okay. So it's getting more visible. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, oh. All right, like <laughs> whatever. This is what's happening now. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, worse things have happened. So no. <laughs> um, so kind of getting back to body modification because we get off track a lot. Um, both of us get distracted really <laughs> easily. What? I know. It's shocking. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> um, it's just something I think to talk about with your co-parent and mm-hmm. to consider that they might have a different point of view and while it's your kid it's their kid too so they yeah just be respectful yeah like with everything else I know it's hard when you're in high conflict situations or Mm -hmm. you don't talk to the person or stuff like that but I feel like everything should be communicated about before so it's not a surprise and it's not frustrating or hurtful to the other parent that they got left out of that decision agreed and while we're on the topic of communication I think um, something I see a lot in, in step parent groups is like, we didn't know about this program at school or oh, yeah. we didn't know that step kid did this thing at school, which is something that we are currently dealing with. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we even have like gone to the school and provided the court order and done all this stuff. And we still didn't get notified this mm-hmm. last time. Um, So I'm not going to say that mistakes don't happen, but I would say like be as preventative and preemptive as you can about those types of things. So make sure you are in contact with the school. Make sure you know who your kids' teachers are. Yeah. If bio mom is not telling you who the teachers are, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Let her be on her different page, you know, or bio dad, whatever your situation is. You have a court order that says that you have joint legal custody, right? Like your spouse does for us as step parents. Make sure that that is given to their school. Make mm-hmm. sure that you have notified them in writing about that. You know, send an email, include the principal, include the vice principals, include the school secretary. School secretaries are kind of in on like all of the things. They know so much. It's a good person to mm-hmm. have like clued into your situation. Um, make sure that, you know, your spouse's contact information is on your child's school record. And then your spouse can also add you as a contact. Yeah. So, and don't let schools push you around and tell you that they can't add you or they can't have more than one parent or they can't add step parents because they can And I think that's different in every district, like we were just talking about before we started recording, because in my district, they have a training for us as school psychologists every year. And they talk about how non-custodial step-parents don't have any rights. Custodial step-parents have rights to the child educationally. They can come to meetings, they can sign consent letters, and I'm like, this is BS. I'm the most responsible out of all their four parents. But 
um, just know what your school district's rules are ahead of time because yeah. they might give you some pushback. And Rachel and I work in different districts with different policies. Mm-hmm. The state law is the same, but the interpretation is really different. Right. And unfortunately, policies aren't always in line with the law mm-hmm. um, because technically, if you look at SPED laws, a parent can have anyone come to a meeting with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone. It yeah. can be their spouse. It can be a parent advocate. It can be whomever they choose. So technically, you cannot be banned unless you have a criminal record from going to the school. Yeah. So um, know your rights. And also, um, like in Utah, there's the uh, Utah Parent Center. I love that for parents. It's yeah. such a good resource. Yeah. Um, and they can help you like know what your rights are. They can send an advocate with you to certain meetings. They're just really great. Yeah. Um, and I know other states have similar things. Mm-hmm. So, And we will get more into special education and step parenting in a, in a different episode, <laughs> possibly more than one, because I think we have it involved for an interview. And then also we're going to talk about it separately. So, awesome. Um, because I know it's something that comes up a lot. It does. And it's huge for you guys to be informed about what your rights are, um, both for your partner and for you and for the other parent. And it's really important. Yes. Yeah. And I was actually reading an article. Um, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, actually, my weekend is kind of getting blurred together, but, um, it was saying that kids in blended family situations have like a 25% chance of having an emotional disturbance or other sort of difficulty that may involve special education in a school setting, and it may not, whereas their peers that are in a traditional family only have a 10% chance of that. That's so interesting. It's significant. Okay. Do you remember when we talked about, I don't remember if we podcasted about it because my memory sucks, but when we talked about the um, the person who came and talked to us as school psychologists with the... Um, divorce and they talked about how there's a higher rate of mental illness in divorce. And I would guess that that's like mental illness can cause divorce and problems in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, significant, significant mental illnesses that we've right. talked about before, like narcissism, um, bipolar disorder, stuff like that. Right. And or I wonder if that can be inherited. Uh, yeah. Like that's why the kids have a higher chance. Right. But it's hard to know. Right. And it didn't lay out like any causation or anything, okay. which I don't think they were would want to get into anyway, right? (laughs) Like that's something you, it would be very difficult to do it. A, um, an experiment on that would be ethical for sure. um, (laughs) They, you know, it was just based on, um, percentages and review of files and different things. Uh So, um, I thought it was very interesting and you, you know, you don't know what the causes are, but you know, that's telling us, Hey, Blended families are dealing with this a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And people in schools are dealing with blended families a lot (laughs) and maybe not always knowing what to do. Yeah. So. That's a good point. I think that's significant. I think so too. You know, give people grace, but also have boundaries. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Boundaries we've talked about. That one's a fun one. It's like an ongoing learning process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just when you think you're doing well with your boundaries, there'll be something, you know, like we had kind of loosened up our boundaries because things were going pretty well with bio mom, but we've had to lock them down again pretty tightly the last few weeks. So, and I think that's interesting too, that you, 
bring that up because it's an ongoing process and it's like a learning process. I think in step parenting, I'm really pretty severe about this one and like follow the court order because yeah. I've seen so many people get hurt by trying to be the nice person, trying mm-hmm. to share, trying to give in and tying it back to body modification. Sometimes we might be like, oh, if I do this, then maybe they'll be nice to me next time, which we can't expect. We just can't expect that the other person's ever going to have our best interest in mind. Right. We can't even always guarantee they'll have the kid's best interest in mind. For sure. So yeah. that's unfortunate. But yeah. um, And one thing I was going to say was that even um, what people might consider to be a more mild mental illness, you know, like I struggle with the depression and anxiety. I'm willing to get those treated. If I were not and they were impacting my marriage, that may end up being a cause for divorce. That's true. So recognizing that you have that happening is really important. Yeah. Help getting help for it. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, you guys. Well, that is our episode for today. Um, I know it's a shorter one than we've had for a while, but that's okay. We are going to give you a little, a little good information coming up here on a bunch of other stuff. So. We hope you have a good day and a good week. Yes. And um, make sure you find us on social media. Um, We're on Facebook at Stepping Forward Podcast, both a group and a page. Um, On Insta and Twitter, we're at Step Forward Show. Mm -hmm. And then we have Gmail, steppingforwardpodcast at gmail.com. And remember that you can send us a voice memo through that or through Anchor. Mm-hmm. If you have a question or a podcast topic suggestion, please let us know. Right. Um, and Anchor is just uh, anchor.fm. And then also please subscribe or follow and leave us a review on your listening platform. That makes a huge difference in how many people we can reach and help. Yeah. And please make it a positive review if you like us. (laughs) Please like us. (laughs) I'm not a people pleaser at all. All right. (laughs) Have a good week. And in the meantime, keep keep on on stepping. stepping.